0: The epistle lesson appointed for, Saint, for the festival of St. Andrew is from the book of Romans, chapter 8. Actually, I think this is actually chapter 10. I don't know why it says chapter 8 there, but it's chapter 10. So there we go. The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. But how are they to call on him in whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they're sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news! But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing. And hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, have you not heard? Indeed you have, for the voice has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The text for this evening's message, as we celebrate the festival of St. Andrew, is from the Gospel of St. John, the first chapter. I read these words to you moments ago. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, dear fellow redeemed. St. Andrew has long been associated with the season of Advent. The first Sunday in Advent is always the Sunday closest to his festival. The ancient Christian church had good reason to place the festival of St. Andrew at the start of Advent. For Andrew is the embodiment of of how followers of the Messiah approach the season of Advent. Advent is a season of waiting, and Andrew is an example of someone who patiently waited for the advent, for the coming of the Messiah. As a child, Andrew had been taught by his parents prophecies, the Old Testament prophecies that related to the promised Messiah. And like other faithful Jews, He longed for the coming of the Prince of Peace. But he waited patiently for the Messiah to arrive, as had fellow or faithful Jews had done for 400 plus years. And as he waited, Andrew read and studied the Old Testament. He worshipped the Lord, and he observed the annual festivals like the Passover and Yom Kippur. And now about 400 years had passed since the prophecies of Malachi, and Andrew now saw in John the Baptist the fulfillment of the final prophecy that is found in the Old Testament written by the prophet Malachi. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. Andrew recognized that John the Baptist was the fulfillment of this prophecy. And how exciting it must have been for Andrew to know that the forerunner of the Messiah was active in ministry, calling people to repent of their sins because the Messiah was at hand. Oh, how exciting it was to think that, yes, the Messiah was about to appear. Oh, how Andrew's heart must have skipped a beat with excitement when he heard John the Baptist proclaim of Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God. And it's no wonder that Andrew and the other disciple who was with him left John the Baptist to follow Jesus. Advent is also a season of seeking. And Andrew is an example of someone who is a seeker. We're told that when Jesus turned and saw Andrew and the other disciple following him, that Jesus asked them, What are you seeking? What am I seeking? Thomas thought, Well, I seek the Messiah. I seek the Christ. I seek the anointed one of God who comes to fulfill the promises of God. I seek the suffering servant who will endure the wrath of his father for my sin. I seek the Passover lamb who will be slain for my sins and for the sins of all people, so that by his shedding of the blood, my sins might be atoned for. I seek the Holy One of God who will not see decay. I seek the King who will establish an everlasting kingdom. I am seeking you. Advent is also a season of repenting. And Andrew is an example of someone who repents of his sin, trusting in Jesus as the Lamb of God. Although it's not recorded in the biblical text, one can almost hear Andrew confess, Have mercy on me, O Jesus, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly of my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Please, Jesus, do not cast me away from your presence, but restore to me the joy of your salvation. That, O oh Jesus, is why I'm seeking you. That, O oh Jesus, is why I'm seeking to stay with you. And you see, Advent is also a season of staying with Jesus. Andrew is an example of someone who stays with the Lord, to be taught God's word. St. John tells us in our text, and they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and you will see. And so they came and they saw where he was staying, and then they stayed with him for that day, for is about the tenth hour. Oh, how exciting that must have been for Andrew and for the other disciple to stay with Jesus. To be able to listen to Jesus begin to explain how the prophecies in the book of Moses and in the prophets and the Psalms were about to be fulfilled by him. And as Jesus talked, he opened up Andrew's mind and heart to believe that he indeed is the promised Christ, the Messiah. Advent is also a season for inviting And Andrew is an example of someone who leads someone else to the Messiah. Come and see, he says. How difficult it must have been for Andrew to pry himself away from Jesus when Jesus was teaching. But pry himself away from Christ he must, at least for a brief time. So that he might tell others that Jesus is the promised Messiah. That the promised Messiah has come. After all, Jesus was a fisher of men. John writes in our text, One of the two who heard John the Baptist speak and followed Jesus was Andrew. Andrew was Simon Peter's brother. And he first found his own brother Simon. He said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. And then Andrew brought Simon Peter to Jesus. Advent is a season of patient waiting. And like Andrew, we wait. We wait for the coming Messiah. We wait for his second advent. We wait for famines and earthquakes and tornadoes and hurricanes to be no more. We wait for false prophets and other enemies of Christ to receive retribution for their ungodly ways. We wait for the end of bloodshed and war. We wait for the suffering and persecutions to abate. We wait for the end of disease and sickness. We wait for the devil to be crushed. We wait for the end of sin and death. We wait for the trumpet call of God. We wait for the Messiah's second advent when he returns in glory. We wait for the dead to rise in Christ. We wait to be gathered with the family of God so that we will all be together with the Lord forever. Advent is a season of waiting. But Advent is, maybe paradoxically, also a season of seeking. We wait, yet we seek. You see, knowing that we are sinners, we repent of our wayward ways, like Andrew did. We seek the absolution of the Lamb. We seek the absolution of the King. And like a- Andrew, we confess, I am a poor, miserable sinner, and I seek the Messiah. I seek the Christ. I seek the anointed one of God who has fulfilled all the promises of God. I seek the suffering servant who endured the wrath of the Father for my sin. I seek the Passover lamb who was slain for the sins of the world and for my sins. I seek, I seek the king who established an everlasting kingdom. Jesus, I'm seeking You, have mercy on me according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me, Jesus, thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from all my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sins are ever before me. Jesus, please do not cast me away from your presence, but restore to me the joy, the joy of your salvation. Jesus receives us, doesn't he? He not only receives us, but he assures us that our sins are forgiven. He promises us that he remembers our sin no more, for he indeed is the Lamb of God who has taken away your sins and mine and the sins of the whole world. Like Andrew, we seek to stay with Jesus. In this sense, perhaps we are a little bit frustrated that Christ has ascended to heaven and is no longer with us as he was with the disciples like Andrew. But it was necessary that Jesus' first advent be a once-event from start to finish. In the hymn, Once He Came in Blessing, which we'll sing in a few moments. We sing in stanza one, Once He Came in Blessing, All our sins redressing, came in lowly, or came in likeness lowly, Son of God most holy, bore the cross to save us, hope and freedom he gave us. Yes, Jesus the Messiah, once he became a man, when he was conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary. And he has not ceased to be true God and true man. Once and for all, the Messiah died in contrast to all the other lambs who were sacrificed daily. Once the Messiah died and once he rose again, never to die again. And once the Messiah accomplished our salvation. Yes, the fruits of this once and only advent of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, are enduring. They're eternal. Not only are we assured that our sins are atoned for by the Lamb's blood, not only are we promised everlasting life with our Lord Jesus Christ, but our living Messiah, He dwells with us. He stays with us. You see, we experience an advent, a coming of the Messiah, every time we read and study the Scriptures. Whenever we hear the Word preached, the Messiah comes and dwells with us. When we hear the pastor or fellow believer in Christ announce God's forgiveness of our sins, Christ stays with us. When we come to the altar to eat the body of the lamb and drink his blood, we experience an advent, a coming of the Lord. Oh, how blessed we are that Jesus comes and he stays with us. But like St. Andrew, we need to pry ourselves away from the Lord, so to speak, so that we can go to the Simons in our life and say, I have found the Messiah. Or more accurately, the Messiah has found me. Come and see Him. The season of Advent and Christmas, well, really any time of the year, presents us with a wonderful opportunity to tell others about this Messiah. To go and tell our family and friends, the Simons, that we know Jesus is the Messiah Jesus is the Lamb who was slain for the sins of the world. Jesus is the Holy One of God who did not see decay. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come and see Him. Come and live in His love and forgiveness. And by the way, who are you planning to invite to come and see the Messiah this Advent and Christmas season? Who's your Simon? Peter. As we know from our reading of the Gospels, Andrew was called by Jesus to be one of his 12 apostles. According to Christian tradition, following the ascension of our Lord to his heavenly throne, Andrew went th- Andrew continued to preach the good news all around the shores of the Black Sea, and throughout what is now Greece and Turkey. Tradition teaches us or tells us that Andrew was martyred by crucifixion in Patras, a city in Greece, in around 60 AD. Yes, he was martyred by crucifixion, but not like his Lord Jesus. He was bound rather than nailed to a cross. He was crucified on a cross form. In the shape of an X, an X-shaped cross, his body was stretched out and strapped to it. It is believed that Andrew requested to be crucified in this way because he deemed himself unworthy to be crucified on the same type of cross as Jesus. Yes, St. Andrew died. He gave his life as a follower of Christ. But St. Andrew died satisfied, knowing that his waiting for the promised Messiah had not been in vain. Andrew had seen the Messiah with his very own eyes. He had lived with the Messiah, and he had been taught by the Messiah. And now Andrew could die in peace, knowing that the Lamb of God had been slain for his sins and the sins of the whole world. St. Andrew died with hope, knowing that Jesus, the resurrection of life, had triumphed over death. And that soon, very soon, his soul would be in paradise. And St. Andrew embraced his death with joy. Knowing that the King of Kings would return one day to resurrect his body. So that he too might live in the King's kingdom forever and ever. Until we breathe our final breath, may we be like St. Andrew. May we wait patiently for the second advent of the Messiah. May we continue to seek the Messiah and to stay with the Messiah as we invite others to come and see the Messiah. And may we die satisfied. Satisfied knowing that we have seen and lived with the promised Messiah. May we die in peace knowing that all of our sins are forgiven by the shed blood of the Lamb. And may we die with hope in our heart, assured of life everlasting. And may we die with joy on our lips, knowing that our bodies will be resurrected from the dead so that we too may live in the King's kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Come then, O Lord Jesus. From our sins release us. Keep our hearts believing that we, by grace receiving, ever may confess you till in heaven we bless you. Amen.